But Jane Seymour definitely getting mixed, mixed up. up. What was she in then? She was in everything in my head. Was <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I, was, I was having a tour of her back garden many times. That's in the cheapest perfume in the world. I'll tell my wife that. Yeah. <laughs> Once I did make the mistake of getting my other half a, a kitchen mixer for Valentine's, which Whoops. was not a great, um, not a great move at all. As she let me know, as if your mate had said that they kissed a girl. What, what on the cheek, on the lips? It was such a focus and obsession when you were 12 to see what sort of kiss you'd done with each other. And if, if, to be honest, James, even when you're in your 50s. <laughs> Do you say that to the wife? Give it a Frenchie. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? It's time to adjust those shoulder pads, back comb what's left of your hair, and jump into the DeLorean for a look back at what's possibly the best decade anyone could ever have grown up in. Shall we play a game? This is Bring Back the 80s with your hosts, James Alderson and me, Andy Jackson. Welcome to a brand new season and a brand new edition of the Bring Back the 80s podcast. It's series two, it's mental. How on earth have we managed to get this far in such a short amount of time? It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's an accident. <laughs> Can we just say thank you, by the way, to everybody who's watched and shared and liked. Uh, to a, a quarter of a million people have now seen it's us. It's silly. It's silly. Well, I think it's probably 100,000 and I've watched the remaining ones 150,000 times. Um, but yes, quarter of a million views on the old YouTubes. And uh, yeah, thank you ever so much. It's very exciting. Just for our little thing that we do here. Just in case you are a brand new viewer slash listener to this podcast, um, we love the 80s. We want to bring it back and it's all the best things from it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and uh, just enjoy. Enjoy the nostalgia and a little trip down memory lane with us. Different topics and different subjects every time. A little mystery sound for you as well. Uh, we do one of these every single episode. It's a sound for you to identify if you can identify it. Wonderful prize. We'll bring back the 80s T-shirts. Ooh. Or you can go to any one of James's comedy gigs across the South. We will fly you in first class comforts <laughs> from any country in the world. No, no, we won't. We definitely won't. You get there under your own steam, but when you get there, there, you can have a, you have a choice of tickets. First class mail. We can put them in an envelope um, for Royal Mail. I mean, mind you, the prices are very similar these days. Oh my God. I went in to buy a book of stamps because very, very occasionally you mm. have to post something. Yeah. Like with, you know, if you're dealing with the bureaucracy that is, you know, like the post office Today. or something from stuck back in there. And it's like silly money yeah. for a book of stamps well that's why I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about valentines and, and, and love and stuff today but that's that's why I won't be getting many valentines cards this year it's the price of a stamp that's the ladies want to send yeah, it yeah. but it's costly so I understand if you're listening now I get it don't worry it's just funny, text me because you send hundreds of them out every year James to myself you would think <laughs> there'd be a reciprocal one every now and then <laughs> but let us kick off with our mystery sound <coughs> Uh, we do this every episode. Uh, as we say, there's a uh, Bring Back the 80s t-shirt to be won. Uh, tickets to one of James' comedy gigs, if you don't fancy that, but you have to get there under your own steam. Cast <laughs> you back to the uh, early 80s when this happened. Mm. It's a mystery sound of the 80s. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be able to say to you, welcome to... Welcome to what, James? James. <laughs> yeah, welcome to... G my wife would say, you're welcome, welcome. to James. <laughs> yeah, wow. That brings back some memories. Even the... Even the it was almost Krypton Factor-esque. It wasn't Krypton Factor, but that sort of base 
ding, 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 in the background. Very orchestral. I think the, yeah. I think what it was, they spent a lot of money in it. thought it was a brand new season yeah. and a brand new episode that we make the first one easy. But yeah, I could yes. be I could be proven wrong. If you know what it is, though, let us know on any of the social channels, the TikToks, the YouTubes, the, 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 all of them, really. Yeah. Let us know and uh, we'll announce the winner next time round. Yeah. Well, that brings back some memories. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that next time, but we don't want to give it away too much. But Not just great. yet. That Not just yet. That was great. I love that. But this week, um, we're coming up to Valentine's. In fact, we I are. Think th- this podcast comes out the day before Valentine's. So if you're watching or listening the next day, hmm. happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's, mum. <laughs> um, that's a weird thing, isn't it? Back in, oh, a few years ago, they started all that bollocks with cats and dogs from the happy Valentine's from the cat. And I went into where I grew up and I just thought it was a dodgy thing from where I grew up, where it was like, Happy Valentine's Day, Mum. Happy Valentine's Day to my wonderful son. I'm like, what's going on? No, you don't want a Valentine's. Nobody wants a Valentine's from there. You never want a Valentine's from any relative. No. No, and I mean, back in the day, your mum, if she was sorry for you, would send you one. <laughs> but she wouldn't put love mum at the bottom. No, she might put a question mark. All, I've never understood the whole thing of the of them being, you know, anonymous as well, because mm. you should know yeah. who it is. I remember uh, back at uni, I got, uh, there were two girls that I thought that fancied me, and they both sent me a Valentine card. But back then, there was a postmark that was very clear. These days, it's some sort of random computer smudge or a postcard or a barcode or something. You don't know where it is. And that, that identified exactly who it was. So it was like, <laughs> oh, good, great. They didn't think it would, of course. But yeah, or you'd, you know, go and... You go and personally put it through the letterbox, or leave it in their locker, or get someone to put it in their school bag. I was going to say there was a whole sort of like random <clears throat> school thing now, where mm. you would have to slip them a little yeah. note or something. Because these days now, that would be, be probably seen as harassment, wouldn't oh, it? It would be. Yeah, yeah. They've you you yeah attempted theft or something. I don't know what it would be. But <laughs> it it's would not be dis- it would be discouraged. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember various mates of mine leaving them for school teachers and things that they fancied uh, so like if you did that now you'd be dragged into school by your neck uh, to go and see the headmaster or something and try and actually say harassment to the teachers uh, very awkward and they'd probably go to prison oh was there a little gift thing going on as well where you could take like gifts in or is that was that not a i think that was your school was boys it my school, school, your old boys school <laughs> that you went to yeah. now it was always tricky because for, for i went to an all boys school as well um but there was a sort of a a parallel all girls school down the road and we would always ha- have some sort of school disco around that sort of time it was always wonderful the twain would only ever meet once a year wouldn't they? yes and yes. it would explode <laughs> figuratively <laughs> yes. and actually Yes, it was, and it was always one of those, you know, you'd wait till Star Trek in or whatever had finished, and then there'd be Krista Berg would start playing, and all the boys would sort of rush off to their um, their favourites and ask them to dance, and you'd do a slow dance, and, you know, you might put a hand in the bra or something, <laughs> and be very excited, but when you were 11, it didn't really matter. And, um, yeah, very exciting, and you'd, you'd have, there'd be roses, plastic, I've got this actually for you. I did notice that, yeah. thank you very no, much indeed, right. James, that's Because this started, kind, yeah. 80s or uh, well, 70s 80s chocolate roses not like the roses you get at Christmas but a, cho- a rose a chocolate rose and it's actually chocolate you can open it it's not an 80s one are you sure yeah oh yeah. wow okay. I've never eaten one 
because <clears throat> it never really appealed because it was always like oh I'm going to break this? the box are you sure I'm allowed because I know that you're very very yeah. protective I am. there was one once I, I started to look at something and James Diddy had a heart attack <laughs> so it's worth millions of pounds Andy so this okay I'm just doing the typical your thing your nonchalance disappoints I'm, I'm just getting I'm just getting straight in you have to have a strong girl to give that to wouldn't you uh, test her hand oh, this is quite, it's quite classy though isn't it well apart, yeah, apart I don't know that all about. I think it's all flopped a bit but the, these came about, and I don't know. I mean, the roses, obviously. obviously. Uh, let's have a see what the chocolate let's tastes see, like. Okay. For sake, you're putting it back. Is it in. a solid? Is it like? A, I wonder if it's a solid thing or if it's like a, a disappointed. So. It'll uh, be a hollow Easter egg. It'll hollow sort of walnut whip esque sort of structure in that. That it's. Oh, well, it looks okay. Does it? Looks it? Good. Yeah. It looks a bit like a walnut whip. No, it's actually the. It's actually the the shape of a rose inside, which yeah, is that's not bad. You can have that. You can have it. I'm no, not bothered. I'm gonna have a try. Yeah, thanks. And um, but yeah, obviously roses are ridiculously priced in Valentine's. Always have been. It's not a new thing, is it? It's you go into buy a rose with a tenner mm. or something, isn't it? Sorry, thank you, James. As you're welcome. Happy, Happy Valentine's. Valentine's. Yeah, thank you. Love you. Um, so. <laughs> But then they brought out these things where you could buy a single... I mean, I don't know why. Single rose that's chocolate? I don't know. But um, it saved you buying roses and chocolates, I suppose. You combine the two. Brilliant. Money saving. That's yeah. probably what it was. Um, but all these sorts of things were so popular in the 80s. You buy the little teddies, Garfield with a heart on it or something. You stick it on the windscreen or you'd hang it off your bed knob. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes... It, it, it was such a massive thing, maybe because of Athena and places like this. It was the, they were the big card shop and poster yeah. shops, weren't they? Yeah, and hearts and and love and cuddly toys and cuddly cushions and red things. Just always such a such a such a big thing in in the eighties. I remember. Um, have any big memories from the well at the time as well from the from the eighties? Obviously, you were still sort of at school. I was I was actually thinking about this on the way in. I was already into my first marriage and oh. having kids. Oh, it was all over in the nineteen eighties. But there was the more sort of grown up thing. Um, was you know when you get your other half. Mm. Uh, once I did make the mistake of getting my other half a, a kitchen mixer for Valentine's, which Whoops. was not a great. Um, <laughs> Not a great move at all, as she let me know. Yeah. <laughs> You're such an old romantic. But yeah. I like I like to think that I might have learned, but Smooth I know in my heart of hearts I have not learned. No. But um, you, you, we year. were all all over the TV. I yeah. mean, I should have realised because from you know these were the things that we should have been getting. Our you know our prospective Valentines okay. slash wives at the time slash wives. Okay, Jane Seymour. In Le Jardin de Max Factor. Le Jardin. They say romance is back in style. I say it never went out. Le Jardin. Le Jardin says it too. It says it subtly. It says it softly. Just like me. Le Jardin de Max Factor. The incurably romantic fragrance. They all had the same voiceover guy as well, didn't they? Doing that very deep, dark, yeah. chocolatey sort That's of voiceover. Um, <laughs> it, the smooth, soft lens where James Seymour showed you a back garden. Was, was she a railway children person? Am I getting mixed up? You're definitely getting, definitely mixed, getting mixed up. up. What was she in then? She was in everything in my head. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I, was, I was having a tour of her back garden many times. It was, uh, it, I mean, what the hell? Uh, the soft lens in that. 
that I mean, the guys would just think about that advert. Uh, what was the product for? I can't even remember. Can't even remember. Something but about those were the, They were the things that we were. It was aimed at us. You yeah. get you, obviously now you realise you get your wife or your girlfriend perfume, of course, or you a do. rose or chocolate, of course, not a bloody kitchen mixer. Idiot. <laughs> Is that what she said? She got it. It was slightly, slightly more stronger words. Is it? Than How that, did that marriage go? It's not particularly well, James. To be, <laughs> to be quite honest, but then, <laughs> to be fair, none of them did in the end. Anyway. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Why? The ironing board was lovely that you bought Perfect. her. Perfect. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so oh um, you know, we're God. slightly. It's, we, I think we worked at this probably. You know, slightly older than you. You are. So I was on. Bit. I was in. You know, I was, I was having kids and yeah. getting married and doing that kind of stuff. I was Giving it a good bloody well, go. you were still in, still doing your very best <laughs> to do that, but it's like you know maybe I missed out on some of the you know some of the the school yeah. disco stuff. Well, you probably perhaps. went to some, but not in the decade that we're trying to no. focus on. And I, I, you know, it there was a it, for me. I mean, probably still for you though. I, I remember the discos coming around as you say a couple of times a year, and there was always that sort of expectation and excitement. Um, and you never knew, you know, who was going to send you the Valentine card or give you a little teddy or something. It was just, it was great. I remember it. Um, in fact, if you open up, why don't you open up your um, my lunchbox surprise and have a little look in there? Uh, we've got a little jingle for we've it. Got we've got a little got, jingle, but not just, not just yet, James. Not just I'll, yet. I'll tell you what. Well, should we do it in a minute? <laughs> we do it in a minute, James. I'll tell you what. <laughs> let's let's plan this and produce <laughs> it. See that? See that list on the wall there? Oh. So we got. Let me do. Let, oh, let's, let, me do do, let me do it on Let me do. <laughs> so you've got you've gone we've home. Had a break between you've, seasons. You've, you've gone home. Have I? You've um, you've <laughs> given the wife you've given the wife the uh, the kitchen appliance. <laughs> <laughs> and all you have to do well, now fun. is learn how to use the brand new kitchen appliance that uh, she has you've received. Given, and uh, <laughs> it goes. They were they actually had a magazine come out to teach you how to use it. Oh. I use mine to heat up pizza. Yeah. If you're using your microwave for the same old thing, take a look at Microwave Know How. Each week, step-by-step pictures give you the know-how to get more from your microwave. In week one, the basic techniques, shielding, turning, covering, how to cook perfect vegetables and give them that finishing touch, and special recipes like chocolate ice cream cake and wine poached haddock. Get the know-how and soon you'll be... Jamming, roasting, pasta, making, lemon pudding, baking, caking. All it takes is know-how from Microwave Know How. So that was one of those part works that used to, the first one used to be, you know, 99p or whatever. Yeah. The second one was free. Yeah. Then they went up to a tenner. Yes. First of all, I love the way you pronounce vegetables. 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 Like it's a new thing. <laughs> but, you know, well, it po- was. <laughs> poached fish in the in the microwave, in wine. Very, very fancy. Yeah. But yeah. nobody ever did any of that stuff. Well, it was always vegetables. Nobody <laughs> ate vegetables. But, so, yeah, so there was your, there was your you know, you give your, your wife, your girlfriend the uh, brand new microwave of their dreams for, for Valentine's mm. or whatever yeah. and uh, they can collect the part work to uh, <coughs> carry on with the uh, collect things and they'd, you'd be, get a binder to put them all in and I remember there was one where you could build an R2-D2 and the first one was like pound forty nine. Second one, like you say, is always free. And third one onwards was like seven ninety nine, yeah. and it was worked out it was going to be about two and a half grand to build two D two, and you ended up with a foot, and that was it. You never had the rest of it because it was like I'm not bloody playing that one. I wonder if anybody did ever not complete 
<laughs> so did anybody ever complete one of those part works messages they were yeah let us know if you ever did one whether it was the art maybe you have that elusive r2d2 yeah. but did you ever collect a full set of any of the part works at all and they would come up with all you know, like or you know there'd be a, a weekly step-by-step guide to origami or something yeah. completely random that yeah. they would they would come up with or crochet a um, full rug or woodworking you know yes. with, with a free drill or something in, <laughs> yeah. in the first episode you know the first edition yeah and then then what the hell would you do You've after got a that magazine and some balsa wood for the next <laughs> remaining parts <laughs> yeah i mean it was bad enough to complete a sticker album um and they cost a bloody fortune if you didn't have any friends because uh, you couldn't you know, go any gets you know, swaps or a got um along the way i think i remember that the mexico 86 was one of the first sticker albums that i completed but after that it was always a struggle i've still got a few of them now but there's a few gaps in it you know all the elusive number 96 on page 14 that no one ever had uh, the shinies and all those sorts of ones but yeah those those magazines my mum always was very generous and would get me the binders and start putting it in but then you just lose bloody faith when you think oh, i'm never going to finish this eight foot tall millennium falcon <laughs> Where are we going to put it? <laughs> I would be so fascinated to know if anybody yeah. ever finished that. And wasn't there a thing as well where sometimes the, the, the part work company would go out of business yes. before, you know, they didn't sell enough of the early ones. So that's something we're not doing. <laughs> yeah, so that stop. would leave you, you know, if you weren't ready to, to finish, yeah. that would leave you with with an un, literally an unfinishable yeah. item. If you Even if you were a millionaire, you couldn't complete couldn't do it. it. I'm sure no. there must be, you know, but there must be, in these days, there must be a claim to be had for distress <laughs> for not being able to finish that R2-D2. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, talking of distress, I thought I'd um, bring in, of course, being the love uh, um, the love Valentine's episode, the ultimate love story, um, bit of a memento, and that is um, a lovely saucer to commemorate the marriage of His Royal Highness Prince Charles and Lady Diana Spencer. Um, it's not for you, um, but it's... <laughs> You're not even um, letting me touch it, no, are you, James, no, on this I'll, one? <laughs> I'll, I'll just, you'll probably fris- frisbee it across. Is it, is it meant to smash on the wall? Um, but yes, so I always get these confused looks because... I always say, have you got anything 80s on a car boot table? And they always point to these. And I go, oh, God, that's great. My wife says, you've got so much of this Diana, Charles and Diana stuff. But they epitomised. It was the love story of 1979, 1980, really, when this all started. What, whatever love is. Yeah, yes, exactly. Charles said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He knew what love was with Camilla. But, um, but, but yeah, he, but it was just, it was... The press made such a huge thing of it, and she was such a demure, sort of coy character that they loved to just obsess mm. over her and his sort of bachelor ways and his topless, not topless, top down. <laughs> she never did that. Top down MG or whatever it was, he spun around in, didn't he? And like a stud. And she was always fluttering her eyelids and, and being all. Demure. Yes. Demure was the word that was invented yeah. for. So you can have a look at it. Can hold it with both hands. Really, really careful. It's worth this. at least forty p. That. <laughs> but yes, it's um. It, that was the. That, I think that was the thing that the haircut, wasn't it? It was like the equivalent of Jennifer Aniston's haircut in the 90s. Everybody wanted Diana's, a lady die, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. yeah Everybody wanted, wanted a lady die. Nobody wanted Jane a Prince Charles, did they? Nobody wanted a Prince Charles. There we go. Mug ears. Yeah. Uh, yes. The easiest impression to ever do, though. And uh, just do your hands like this and yeah, yeah. your ears out and go, ooh, zh, zh. And that was. <laughs> yeah. That's very good, James. You, Thank should, you. Do. should do that professionally. Thank you. Thank you. I, I should really give up the comedy. I'm going to give you um, this 
this back because I know <laughs> you said you. it might be worth 49p, but it's yeah. probably, you know, we'll it probably one of a kind, out isn't it? The they way. probably only made 87 million. Well, they, yeah, they made 87 million and everyone threw them out, <laughs> apart from this weirdo that I bought it off <laughs> of in a car boot sale. Oh, dear. But yeah, so lovely. I love uh, I, that. When I was, oh, I don't know what, I was about seven, eight when that wedding happened. And uh, I was in uh, I was in love with, oh, I was actually in love with my babysitter back then. Um, and we went to the Isle of Wight on a camping trip and she came along. She was about 16, 17. And um, the, our parents were watching the uh, royal wedding on some, somehow at the campsite. And I was in the tent. Probably on a TV, I would imagine. Probably a bit of a, yeah. <laughs> probably a bit of flicker book back then. Um, but it was, <laughs> but I was in the tent and um, my babysitter was getting a bit hot so she took a jumper off and accidentally lifted her vest <laughs> underneath and age seven her, everything just bounced uh, into my face oh, and uh, that's my love affair of uh, of the 80s um, I remember her, Michelle um, hi Michelle if you're watching she won't be she's probably 70 now um, no can't be anyway it, that was that was my memory of the royal wedding it was on Oops. every. You could, you could not avoid the royal wedding though because it was. It was on every single channel carried it. There was nothing else. Yeah. On the TV, and I think at the time it was the most ever watched thing around the world, wasn't it? When you know yeah. the, the the rest of the world was ab- as obsessed as we were with with Charles and I. Oh, I was thought you were so obsessed with your babysitter, but no, <laughs> obsessed with the, yes, yeah. And it was in. It seemed to be in the newspapers all the time. I mean, it was around quite a. There was quite an active news reels, you know, with all, everything go, kicking off all over the world. But the royal wedding seemed to be, and Diana particularly, was were on the news all the time yeah. and in the newspapers all the time. Poor woman, I mean, she was absolutely harassed, wasn't she? Well, <laughs> yes. of course she was until um, the end. But um, it's uh, yeah, great. It's just just a just a brilliant way to start the eighties and epitomizes our episode today. So if you're you know having Valentine's Day, hopefully your your Valentine's Day will go every bit as well as uh, Prince Charles and Lady Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I wonder if he. I wonder. No, no, no. It goes a little bit better. It goes a little bit better. Anyway, James, I think it's time for us to move on with a brand new thing. Yeah. Here we go. Special lunchbox. Surprise. Oh, it's the lunchbox surprise, is it? <laughs> what now? That's weird. Yeah. Would you like to have what a little look chances? inside? What are the chances, James? <coughs> so, what have we got in here? Well, then? it's all very light, and it's just, it's it just is some, quite light. I isn't know. It? Yeah, yeah. It's just something to sum up. I think um, what what the eighties love and romance. I know exactly what's going I on. I know. Here. I know. That, no. is, that is perfumes. Phil. That is James. I know. Well, what? I mean, it's a, the last Rolo. It's nothing in the envelope. It was just to sum up what sort of thing that you'd get is... Um, Swalk. Swalk. And it, people would write all these codes and different things. Girls would put perfume on their envelopes. That's the, the cheapest perfume in the world, I'll James. tell my wife that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, but there's the last Rolo. That was the Rolo. The last advert. Rolo, yeah. Do you yeah. love anyone yeah. enough to give them your last Rolo? And it is a last Rolo, and you can have it. I'm going to have it, James. I'm telling you. You've, you've, um, did they used to be the small? I seem to remember no. them. They were always a bit bigger, bigger than that. They? Yeah, and if you eat it, it doesn't have that crack and crack as you bite through the chocolate anymore. It just sort of goes. Um, it's not the same, but it, you know we could say this about every chocolate bar, couldn't we? Every crisp. Uh, it's probably vegan. Yeah, and it tastes well. It's got no artificial sweeteners in. That's the problem. But it's um, tastes similar. It does yeah. taste very similar. But that was the ultimate. They even did them in the eighties as a gift. You could get the last Rolo and those um, envelopes. You would you'd get one and you'd smell it and they'd have some code on it and you think what does that mean? Hope it means something great. No, just a loving kiss, brilliant. Um, and padded envelopes 
cushioned Valentine envelopes. Oh, Do you remember the, them? The cards as well, like they were like a squishy yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, they really fancy ones. Yeah, yeah, great. And you'd open them and some sort of confetti or hearts would fall out. And um, Yeah, I, I remember all of the different sort of smells. Valentine seemed to be smelly. It seemed to be a, a, a nice smell. I don't mean like Lynx Africa. I mean like a proper like that lovely perfume. opium yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, that lovely yeah. perfume is, black legs or something. It was always some Avon <laughs> smell. Um, but yeah, yeah, magical but time. I thought I would just do a little twist. And James, I know you weren't expecting this. Oh, but I'm married already. It's here we go. <laughs> now, I don't know whether you'll remember these or not, but Horlicks yeah. have brought these back. Yeah. They were still a thing in the 1980s. Okay. Have you ever seen them before? Original Horlicks tablets. Now, this is, you know, like the Horlicks drink. Yeah. This is that drink in a tablet form. How horrible. Please, <laughs> please, James, do try one oh as, it's, as it's Valentine's. Now, I remember these and I've, I've fact checked this. Yeah. The reason why they've brought these back out is because um, Horlicks is celebrating their Ooh. 150th anniversary. Of course they are. But yeah. I remember yeah. having these. My grandparents would have these. Wow, like a Werther's. Like a, like a Werther's kind of thing. And I remember having these oh, on Horlicks. <laughs> Excuse me, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. Look at, the, look at how appealing they are. It looks like a detergent dishwasher like a, tablet. Like a, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. And now I've got to eat it. You've got I? to eat it, James. I'd be interested to might know. Might be the end of the episode. It could be. I don't know. They were chewy at the time, I seem to remember. Oh. <laughs> but this is to celebrate Horlicks's 150th birthday. This is definitely for human consumption. These were definitely <laughs> a thing in the 1980s. Shit, mate. We would, I'd love to know, because you, know, you don't remember these, obviously. No. I would love to know if anybody else remembers these. According to the website... They were still going strong right through the eighties before they phased oh, them out. Christ. But they are an interesting, um, an interesting kind of flavour, consistency, deliciously malty, irresistibly chewy, is the way that um, they are described here, James. Horrible. <laughs> I feel You're like seriously I'm, not impressed with that, are you? See, you notice that. Feel, is there a number you can phone on the back of that? There's that probably there probably is. Should I have a look and see what the. Um, <laughs> I honestly feel like you've given me a dog biscuit. How strange this. I'm just looking to see what the... Um, that is not pleasant What's at in all. there? Well, there's emulsifier in there and you know, whey what, powder and... What it makes me think of is if someone had opened a bag of Maltesers from 1986 <laughs> and gone, have one of them, I reckon that's Malty, what Malty, yeah. Oh, it's Malty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not... Nice. <laughs> so you say you don't like my Valentine's gift? No, no. Useless. And I, you cannot feel my boobs. That, that, that's the last one you're ever getting from me, James. Last one Let's ever. Let's stick with the, my my um, my lunchbox surprise in future. So anyway, so we're not having those for you then. Oh, so um, we've God. worked out that... <laughs> it's going to be stuck in my teeth. <laughs> be, James, from memory, that's going to be there at you know 11 o'clock tonight no. without any shadow of oh a doubt. Oh, my God. So anyway, so you were at the school disco trying to cop a little fear if yeah. you possibly could yeah. I was obviously married having kids yeah. doing that not being allowed Romantic- to <laughs> not after Spare giving away the food mixer, no, not at all but just a reminder of the kind of things that we were eating as well this would be something that you, you know it's beginning of convenience foods coming in Okay, and uh, with this a little bit of casual 1980s racism which was fine at the time of course but is now not a thing so uh, of its time, yes. we'll say. Of its home time. Home Pride introduced new classic Chinese sauces. Ah, oh, Home 
blind man fled. Please allow me. Uh, yes, but... Observe, uh, honorable viewers, delicious ingredients like pineapple, ginger, fine sherry, spices, hoisin, and soy sauces. Oh, soy sauce. Prepare to traditional Chinese recipe to help you make inspired Chinese dishes. Okay, Fred? Uh, no, I'm Bert. Oh, so sorry. All home blind men look same to me. Ha <laughs> ha. Home Pride Classic Chinese. They're a source of inspiration. Now, that was funny at the time. <clears throat> well, I, 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 to be absolutely honest, I think that the line that the Chinese guy Turned said... Turned it round. ...is clever, and yeah. that's fine. I, I quite like that, because it's, you know, playing them at their own game. But um, And I'd like to think the person doing the voiceover was Chinese. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. No. You just don't know. But, you know, it was... A, you know, as we say, this is bringing... But, yeah, we always say there are good bits of the 80s, bad bits of the 80s. Yeah. That is not a bit of the 80s that I would <laughs> particularly... But just to, to remind you of what we, you know, what we grew up with, and that was fancy stuff. You know, we'd never heard of soy sauce before no with ginger you would never you know you might get perhaps you know ginger or olive oil from the chemist or, or gingerbread something like that or gingerbread you'd have <laughs> a little ginger gingerbread ginger man or something but you would never put ginger no i remember my nan would never buy onions because the foreign market the flavor was, <laughs> was too strong she would yeah. not buy onions yeah yeah i know don't what even you mean. mention garlic no no garlic garlic yeah. <laughs> i think um yeah it was actually a bit like that salt and pepper was quite is a seasonal seasoning limit always it? white pepper as well yes never none of this grind your own stuff it no. was like you just tip it out bit of effort at the table pointless white, white uh, you know you'd go go to a, a b&b yeah and that would be the standard yeah thing there would be and salt I'd relatives yeah. would put a pile of salt on the side of their dish they wouldn't salt the food they would put the salt on a pile on the t- edge of the plate the salt. And dip into the salt and and i did the same as a kid because they did it my mum never used salt so i just saw my grandparents and great-grandparents putting the pile of salt on the side and dipping into it and that's what i did for years until i realized that's bloody weird <laughs> it is a, you have reminded me though because my uh, one of my relatives hmm? did the same hmm? sort of thing and they you would have a little pyramid of salt yes. a little salt pyramid that you would then dip food into absolutely what was that all about yeah very strange it's, it's almost like a a dipping sauce but it wasn't you just like pfft, squash your food onto it coated in salt eat it it's uh yeah i mean my in-laws have more salt than food um on their plate and even they don't do a pyramid of salt they just it's like a, a, a frosting over, <laughs> over their food of salt and you sort of look and think i can actually see the salt on your food that's weird but they love it they love it but maybe it was a new thing for them when they were kids maybe i think food was so so bland yeah wasn't it that you know, it salt kick. was the only thing you could do I and mean, there was no such thing as like spicy sauce or anything no we would, we would not no, not true. Be able to cope with spicy sauce. Then you would never actually. have any of these pepper sauces. There was ketchup, yeah. and maybe if, you know, maybe if brown you, sauce, brown sauce, HB yeah. sauce, that's had a bit of kick and to that it. just a little bit. But yeah. that was as far as that was as far as we would ever go. Isn't <laughs> Apart it? Apart from our Chinese friend <laughs> there, who brought it in, ruined it with his foreign muck. <laughs> I did like a good Vesta curry as well. That was a good. Yeah, um, apparently that was a thing. I uh, don't know. Do you not remember never, Vesta curries? No. no, they were still around in the in the eighties. It was basically a dehydrated curry, oh, I think, really, that yum. you would add water to. <laughs> and they always had these weird deep-fried noodles. Mm. And I've never been to an Indian restaurant where they've given you a plate of deep-fried noodles. No. But it used to be a thing yeah. in the Vesta curries for some reason. I remember when I did a gig up in 
I think it was Glasgow, I went to the restaurant and met the guy who owned the restaurant who invented chicken tikka masala because obviously it's not an Indian dish it's not no. <clears throat> uh, I've got to swore it was <laughs> traditional <laughs> and I met him and had a photo with him in his restaurant this is about five years ago six years ago and he was very understated uninterested actually <laughs> and um, he, but he was you know a very very proud guy and uh, yeah I just thought I've got to meet this guy because chicken tikka masala although it's you know, not the most adventurous meal it's not a korma it's like um, a, it's a gateway into uh, the proper stuff into the proper stuff <laughs> yes. isn't it yeah and uh, yeah so I was like wow I bet him and I think he, that was invented back in the 60s I think but, um, but still lo- a lovely bit of nostalgia for me i love a curry but not obviously from old ben what was it what was Uncle, he was he ben no we've Bert? already forgotten haven't oh we? christ yeah anyway that's how, the good, that's how good it was that's how good it was <coughs> what was his name so that was come your on. treat meal that's annoying now yeah but it'll come to us oh, okay it'll come to us in the middle of the night but that was your, next time that was your treat was was a you know a fancy food mm. from another country was yeah. a huge huge yeah, huge thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think my first pizza I didn't have till the early nineties. It was also new, wasn't it? The eighties to come to get food, food that wasn't fish and chips or a roast dinner was quite quite fancy, really. Um, you might have a hedgehog with uh, cheese and pineapple stick sticking yes. out of it. That was adventurous on a buffet, and uh, maybe a quiche and some bolivons. <laughs> of course, as, as young kids, if you wanted to go out on an affordable date, if you're going to call it that, you were limited to the chip shop or. Yeah whatever there was no going out for a cheeky nando's no it was there bernie was, in wasn't there it? was that bernie in there that was that but that would have been a fancy sit down yeah. thing with your prawn cocktail <laughs> and yeah. maybe a steak and you know chips steak chips with the pepper sauce yeah and black forest gatto obviously to, of course or nick a block of glory <laughs> with yeah. some sparkling but that would have been a proper that would have been like a, a you know a formal yeah. we're all dressing up we're going to go to the bernie in yeah you wouldn't go in there in jeans definitely not you ch- chinos or trousers no. and some <laughs> shoes farrah trousers and, and, and you know, your mum would get a proper frock on. Yeah. And now you go into whatever. I don't think, is there a Bernie in? Probably. But Beefeater or somewhere or Harvester. And everyone just rocks up in and flip-flops you just, and shorts. You know what? You don't, it, I don't think it matters anymore. Don't care. I went into a fancy restaurant the other day in my, je- in my jeans and, and hoodie and nobody bats an eyelid. Well, I'd be disappointed. Would you be disappointed? If we went on a date and you turned up in jeans, <laughs> I would get up and walk out. I'm like, uh, you're not getting anything yeah. from me later, you scruffy bugger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's. Um, I, I mean, the, I think I think it's lost a little bit these days, don't you? The Valentine's sort of. I don't think kids do. I mean, I don't want to talk about kids' discos too much in schools, but I. They, I don't think they do anything like that. I don't think they it's would have a, a school disco around Valentine's. It's going to be a a, a a nightmare. Yeah, to be you to be involved. You imagine they would they would have to be appropriateness police. Yeah, policing the. And I think kids are a lot more mature now. You know, when I was twelve or thirteen, to go to a school disco and wait for a slow dance. That was an exciting thing, but now I think they're all a just lot. Like, like swiping left and right, and that's that's they're all there, James. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, they, they want to see. see. They know what they they know what's going on. There's no there's no mystery. No, there's no romance. There's, there's no, no finding <laughs> there's porn no. in the 
the bushes, no, you know, no, to discover but what the a lady looks like. Been. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're porn fairy did everybody. If, you know, it always the porn fairy would come and leave a bunch of porn yeah. in the bushes, yeah, and you would discover that, and you know, you'd so you share it around with your mates and whatever, yeah, yeah. And then you had to feel your way in the dark at a school disco to discover if it was all true. <laughs> and and now kids, I think, I think, and I'm not, I don't think I'm presuming too much. I think they do have, have seen it all and probably shared pictures of themselves and stuff. And so those school discos are just redundant. It's, going to be, it's not going to be a thing, is it? No, no, no. And as you say, they'd have to have people policing everything, um, stopping them vaping or e-scootering around the disco. Um, <laughs> don't like get, don't get started on whose job it was to sneak in the booze. <laughs> well, yeah. Somebody had to sneak IDs. in the booze. Yeah, There's oh, no baby. such thing. as Because kids aren't, I don't think, I mean, I used to sneak into clubs and discos and God knows what, where I was meant to be 16 or 18 with some homemade fake ID. Um, I don't think they even need to do that now, do they? You're just sort of order, order online, I guess. You could order it online. Yeah, you probably to get to the a door, properly efficient yeah. one um, made perfectly well. But yeah, so yeah, I, I I remember all the the giggling and the chatting with mates about who'd kissed who and, you know, what sort of kiss was it, though? <laughs> French kiss. Do you remember that? Nobody says that anymore, do they? French well, kiss. We, they French kissed each Frenchy. other. Frenchy. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, give him, give him a Frenchy. It was, it was a, such a weird... Uh, a weird sort of focus on that because if your mate had said that they kissed a girl, what, what on the cheek, on the lips, <laughs> it was such a focus and obsession when you were twelve to see what sort of kiss you'd done with each other. And if, to be honest, James, even when you're in your fifties, <laughs> do you say that to the wife? Give it a Frenchie. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Oh God, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, such hopefully, a, I mean, hopefully times. we have, you know, we have moved on a little bit as well. Um, so date night as well. Um, a lot of good 80s movies yeah. uh, to go to as well. But uh, there's occasionally you get a little spin off from uh, perhaps a big movie and it would be turned into a commercial for something completely different. See if you remember, see if you recognize this actor, <coughs> the movie that it uh, was inspired by, shall we say, as well. Hi. I just moved in next door. Could I borrow a Diet Pepsi? Sure. <laughs> yes! Be right with you! When you go all out for taste, the taste to go out for is Diet Pepsi. You okay in there? Here's your Diet Pepsi. Thanks. I hope it wasn't too much trouble. No trouble at all. Diet Pepsi, the choice for a new generation. One calorie. One calorie. That's yeah. what it said. One calorie. That's the last little bit yeah. to add in. Oh, Michael J. Fox. That must have cost him a fortune. Must have done, must have. That back when they were throwing money at Michael Jackson, Michael J. Fox. Michael, all the Michaels, Michael basically. Winner. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not. Some other Michael. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Great. Loved it. But uh, yeah, so that, you know, you, you, we were limited for um, for date nights. Yeah. So I suppose you a chip shop or perhaps, you know, perhaps go and see a movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. Sitting in the back row of a smoky cinema um, with a girl. You could always sit on the half where the smoking wasn't allowed, James. Yeah. As well. And you then it was on the left smoky. side. Then it was never smoky. Never that a side. smoky on that side. Because I think you'll find that smoke was a lot better behaved back then. Much, much better. Um, and knew where it was meant to be. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah, you're right, actually. Going and sharing a butter kissed. Uh, rah, rah, rah. And, uh, and some, a box of fruit pastels. Do you remember where they came yes, in boxes? Yes, yes, with a, yes. And you both finger, put your fingers <laughs> into... <laughs> 
You both put your fingers in. Not an image that anybody wants to see, James. You both put your fingers in the box to to tease out the um, to tease out the sugary sweet, and they were stuck together uh, at the bottom, and your fingers would meet and, in the dark. Anyway, so yeah, um, great. Yeah, no, you're right. Cinema was the only place really for a date. There's no, no, as you say, no cheeky nandos, no slipping off to anywhere else. You might pop, possibly pop to the wimpy beforehand, um, and then queue up and go and get, go to that little glass box where the lady would give you a ticket, so she'd churn out like a rail ticket and it would come out and you'd take it to the girl who was then waiting at the because they don't wait at the cinema no with the torches anymore. they used yeah. to show you to your place with the with the torch didn't yeah. they now you got to fumble through and, and go to some sort of reclining huge electronic device that oh you've my got god to sit though, in. That, that, what an improvement is that you go I, the first time i went to one of the fancy cinemas i just spent the whole time to go, oh yeah that must be bloody brilliant <laughs> were you moving the seat or just making that noise <laughs> i think i might enjoy doing a few Times and it was because it was a new place. It was yeah. like the leatherettes was yeah. was squeaking nicely as it was going as well. But, but no ice cream ladies. No ice cream ladies. No, no. Um, they used to sell, you know, obviously cigarettes for the for the breaks as well. Yeah, you could, get, you could uh, do your smoking if you wanted to do that as well. And the curtain would come across whilst the projector was still projecting the final advert for Butterkist, and it would project on the screen as it uh, as the curtain as it came across and closed after that first cartoon before the proper film started. Always nice, nice to know you had an interval coming. We could go. And get your second ice cream and you never would have to uh, you know we never used to have to be reminded to turn our phones off you know when you go to the cinema now it's always like oh, please turn your phone off don't yeah. check your phone once there was no such thing and none phones. of this oh wonderful isn't it the silence time for stop talking stop chatting you dicks <laughs> <laughs> that's what you know that one that you do the adverts on the on the in the Odeon cinema and view cinemas stop, telling people to stop, stop talking. talking yeah I mean He's, he, it would be if it were me. It would be for Christ's sake! It's cost you a tenner, you knobhead. People Stop don't. I, I do despair now, and at the risk <clears> of sounding <throat> very, very grumpy, there was a story. There was somebody, <coughs> somebody who was actually at a play, and they had their laptop out while the, <laughs> while the play was going on. Yeah, can yeah. you believe that? But no, I, no. I suppose people. I, I, Attention! They need more to focus. To, to, I don't to keep know. Them going. I do not know. I but do I, not understand. I, I remember sitting in cinemas and being silent, watching the adverts, not the trailers, the adverts for the products that they'd advertise for you, like the you know the the local Taj Indian restaurant advert and all that stuff we spoke about before. And then the trailers, of course, you're quiet. And then the film, you're quiet. Now, the, uh, half the time they're not even quiet during the film, um, and uh, and not a single person throws popcorn around. That's what we used to do in the eighties. We were silent, but we they threw popcorn. Throw the Popcorn people. as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. That's our first episode, yeah, James, of romance, the brand covered, new season. Thank you yeah. so much. Are you, would you like to take these home with you? Oh, the, no. Uh, I mean, I think you should keep them <laughs> and uh, give them to people you don't love. Um, <laughs> for our Valentine's special, I feel violated. Do um, really? After that Maltese, <laughs> Maltese-esque crunch, um, I feel like you give that to people you don't love and don't want to ever have a slow dance with. If you've been affected by any of the issues <laughs> that we've been mentioning in this podcast, there will be a helpline number coming up towards there won't. the end. There, yes, but you have to subscribe to find it. <laughs> Speaking of subscriptions, thank you so much for taking us to over a quarter of a million views on YouTube now with our little bits and bobs. Yeah. Say, if you like the podcast, yeah. you know, the long form one of about an hour or so that we do every two weeks, it would be absolutely amazing 
amazing if you could share it with just one person yeah because um, we want to grow and get bigger and bigger we want to take the show out on the road we yeah. want to do live podcasts yeah but um, we need to we just need to, to grow a little bit before we could we need to walk before we can run exactly and we want to spread the love Spread the love and the romance. Spread the love. Also, while I'm on the subject as well, while we're talking about sort of like eighties dates and things like that, if you've got any suggestions mm. of any places that have got an eighties flavour that we could perhaps visit yeah. and pay a, like a you know the uh, you know whether it be a, a restaurant, whether it be an old maybe one of the old school cinemas yes. that's still going, we would love to know. So, if you've got any suggestions of anywhere in the in the local area, yeah. do let us know by the usual channels on the everything you need to know. Bring back the eighties podcast it's yeah. all there as well don't suggest visiting my house because I do that every day okay and don't say oh I know there's a good tour show called Bring Back the 80s you should go to that no I'm finishing that two weeks time 24th of February is the last ever time I'm doing the Bring Back the 80s show so there's no more Bring Back the 80s shows never, the never fir- again I've written a second show but can I be asked to finish it I don't know we'll see but it's at Pagham 24th of February which is near Chichester so you can go on to my website jamesolderton.net if you want to see it for the last ever possible time not only that, you've got millions of comedy clubs going on across the South as well with Stitches Comedy. Yeah. All, there is bound to be a comedy night somewhere near you. My personal favourite is the one at Salisbury Green. Yeah, that is that wonderful. That you do night. in, yeah. the, in the, the, the village hall, hall there. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect, absolutely perfect. Yeah, so thank you. It's always good value. So uh, that's on your website. I shall be doing my little radio show on Wave 105, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday evenings and bright and early Sunday morning. Are you doing a Valentine's special? I don't think I'm probably the most qualified person to do. <laughs> Not if you're giving people food mixes, no. <laughs> so I think I think when it comes to romance and uh, you know and uh, you know my past, it's gone. I'm not the best, but I'm not. Game over. Take leave it to the experts. You're say. welcome. Leave it. I'll Thank you for you watching, <laughs> and we we'll see you back next time for another edition of the Bring Back the Eighties podcast. Yeah. We will say see you next Tuesday. Happy Valentine's. Thanks for listening to this week's edition. We'd love it if you could subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And don't forget, there's a video version on YouTube too. You can contact us using the links in the show notes and on the YouTube channel. And we'll see you next time for another edition of Bring Back the 80s.